Welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. I am Jeremy, your host. Today, I am joined by CJ and Andrew, my two beloved co-hosts. And today, we're just going to kind of go through and do another IRH news episode for you guys. We had another topic scheduled for today with a with a really awesome guest. But unfortunately, sometimes things just don't go according to plan. So we had to fall back onto a backup plan. And that is to bring you some more strange news, which seems to be a pretty hot topic and that you guys really like it. So, you know, I, I think this one's going to be pretty good, too. I found some pretty interesting stuff. But before we do that, let's go ahead and scratch the surface. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, since the launch of uh, since uh, September 2020, Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast has been attracting listeners for a weekly show about curiosities, including uh, Project Blue Bluebeam, that one. Yep, time travel. Uh, to Bigfoot or not to Bigfoot? Uh, UFOs. Uh, the DOA UFO release. Simpsons. Was he a time traveler? And uh, many, many more. Um, we do like to keep this show up and running but we do need your help so uh support us by going to the patreon and uh by supporting us through patreon allows us to grow bring you guys more content and uh get some more bonus features like the bottom of the hole uh behind the scenes and early access uh and hopefully with the more that we get the more that we can offer you uh, if you have any more questions regarding our Patreon or anything else like that, or you just have general questions or you want to reach out and say hi, you can reach us on Infinite Rabbit Hole. That's on uh, Instagram, uh, Infinite RH Pod on Twitter. And then uh, just search Infinite Rabbit Hole on Facebook. You can come up with our Facebook group. Also, feel free to visit our webpage. Please feel free to visit our anchor page and queue your episodes from there or leave us a rating and review on things such as iTunes. That always helps us out there, too. We'd be ever grateful to you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, either you guys want to start? I know you got an itch behind your bag, and it starts with Bigfoot. I know you do. It does. It does. Oh, I just want to put out, uh, before we get started into the episode today, that unfortunately, because we did not have this episode planned, we are not going to be doing a bottom of the hole. Um, so for all those patrons that we don't have yet. Okay, I'll start off with some Bigfoot news. Uh, this is a segment that I want to do. This is something I'm passionate about, so I wanted to push it on to you guys and force you guys to listen to some Bigfoot stuff every time we do an, an infinite rabbit hole news segment. And uh, I'm very proud to bring it to you guys because I am a fan. But anyways, all right, jumping into Bigfoot news. On the last weekend of May, at least one gunshot was fired at Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky. Rangers responded to a backcountry campsite at approximately 2 a.m. The story reported to officials by Brad Ginn detailed that night. According to Ginn, he and his girlfriend were awakened at approximately 1 a.m. by flashlights being shined into his tent by a man and his young son, who said they were the victims of an attack on their campsite by an unknown assailant. Shortly after the man and his son left, they heard a gunshot coming from the woods, and the man came running back to their campsite, claiming that he just shot a Bigfoot. A spokesperson for the National Park claims that the case is still under investigation and there is no further information at the time. We'll keep our eye out and keep you guys updated on that one. We're out here clapping Bigfoot now? Yeah, clapping away, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, I, as I always said, big feet, big cheeks. Oh, man. In further news, a new museum dedicated to the scientific look at the Bigfoot phenomenon is now opening in Sutton, West Virginia. 
The state held its first ever Bigfoot festival on June 26th that includes arts, crafts, food, and music inspired by the king of cryptozoology. That just sounds super dope. It does, and it's only in West Virginia, so maybe we'll have to uh, plan an infinite rabbit hole trip out there next year. What do you think, guys? We'll sing John Denver, Denver the whole way down. The whole way. West Virginia? Yeah. Isn't that in Maryland, though, that song? No. No. Country thought, roads? Yeah. No, country roads is Country in... roads, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. <laughs> yeah, take yeah me home, but like Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Mountains, isn't that in Maryland? It's Virginia, West Virginia. A little, I, I want to say they even go down to like North Carolina. They might, they might touch uh, Maryland as well. Maryland's only got that little finger that sticks out. Yeah. Well, I also have a little finger. <laughs> You've got three of them. Yeah, and I choose myself to be chosen in the uh, Bigfoot Hugger Games. In further news, <laughs> it, is, it is believed that the aboriginal legend known as the Yowie, a.k.a. the Australian Bigfoot, has been captured by thermal images. The images were taken by Dean Harrison of the Yowie Research Group at Springbrook National Park on the Gold Coast. According to Harrison and assistant researcher Buck Buckingham, the images clearly show two distinct eight-foot-tall yaois appear, appearing to be trying to disguise themselves behind a set of trees. Following up on the story we, pre- we presented in our last news ep- episode about Bigfoot hunting season in Oklahoma, a lawmaker in Oklahoma w- has invited the world to take part in a search for the elusive creature by offering a $3 million bounty. House Representative J.J. Humphrey stresses that Bigfoot has to remain unharmed in order to collect the bounty. In response to all of the Bigfoot-related news, Oklahoma has become a hotspot for Bigfoot research since our last update, even attracting an unnamed television show to start filming in the state later this year. I guess you can't send RoboCop, then. Nope. Unharmed. And last for our Bigfoot news, uh, my favorite author of cryptid fiction, Hunter Shea, has released his new book titled Bigfoot in the Bronx. Best friends Vito and Shea are hunting in the Catskills of New York for their share of deer for the season. Soon after the beginning of their hunt, the pair comes across a tranquilized Bigfoot. The friends know that this means instant fame and fortune for them and their families. So they pack up the creature in the bed of their truck and drive back home into the Bronx. The creature awakens in a strange place, which turns out to be the shed in Shay's backyard. Confused, terrified, and angry, it begins rampaging through the most densely populated city on the east coast of the U.S., this this book kind of sounds like uh, Harry and the Hendersons, but maybe a little bit more brutal, a little darker. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm very interested. I I have this book ordered. It'll be here. Actually, it should be here today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love Hunter Shea. If uh, anybody listening wants to get into some really good cryptid fiction, Hunter Shea does some really really good books, and they're brutal. I'll gi- I'll give you guys one little uh, teaser. He does a book called The Swamp Monster Massacre, and in it, this this family of swamp apes throws an alligator at this group of tourists. <laughs> <laughs> and these these people are in like lost in the swamps, and they're just getting alligators thrown at them by these giant swamp apes. <laughs> it's I'd be awesome. crying every time an alligator got tossed. I'd be laughing my ass off. It took me hours to get through that paragraph, dude. It. It was awesome. It was uh, a 
literary genius by Hunter Shea. You know, they could they could probably uh, make a movie out of that, and it would probably become a cult classic like Sharknado. Probably. I'm surprised Hunter Shea doesn't have like a sci-fi film made already. Uh, maybe. I mean, like, because there's a lot of B-listers out there. They don't really publish all the movies. Um, there could be one that was uh, not mainstream, like maybe somewhere in like uh, Bollywood or something. Or They still would have had to buy the rights. That author would have been up about it, too. Like, hey, I sold rights to a movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I follow Hunter Shea on a lot of things. I'm sure I would have heard of it. Anyways, Hunter, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, we would love to have you on Infrared Holds. Talks about some some cryptid fiction. You're amazing, dude. That's it. That's all I got for Bigfoot news this week. Uh, who's got the next one? Kind of moving along the lines of um, social media. Uh, not social media, but like social uh, stuff. There was a, a weird instance where uh, Singer, um, I guess you would call him Singer, right? Rapper, uh, Post Malone. Uh, actually went out to visit uh, the Skinwalker Ranch, the most studied uh, paranormal hotspot on the Earth, uh, supposedly, right? Um, I believe it. So uh, I guess he's kind of likes the whole paranormal adventure, cryptid zoology aspect of it, and he joined um, a guy named Brandon uh, Fugal, F-U-G-A-L, I guess. Um, to visit. So, um, there was like a popular TV series on the History Channel called "The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch." Um, I know there is more to it. Uh, I I am uh, going to say a little bit of vagueness to this because uh, this may or may not be a topic we'll be talking about in the near future. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. Yeah, wink. all lots and lots of winks. <laughs> uh, but I just found it interesting that like a celebrity. Um, well, I know it's like publicity, right? But like uh, a guy going out there and just saying like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go out to the Skinwalker Ranch, and I wonder if he gets taken by a Skinwalker. Is he gonna come back and have better music?" <laughs> I. I've heard a couple songs. They're not. They're not bad. I don't think he's a bad artist. You guys ever seen the face he made in that picture when the girl flashed him? Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. He. It was like he never saw a pair of breasts before. <laughs> he was like, "Damn, <laughs> <laughs> those are neat, <laughs> right?" Wow. <laughs> um. No, that's really cool. That just makes me want to be famous even more, just so that I have a better chance of going to investigate Skinwalker Ranch one day. Oh, I thought you were going to say to get shown your people's boobies. <laughs> no, no, no. I... <laughs> that's why I want to be famous, because people will show me the goodies. <laughs> oh, man, that's a wrong reason. I'm at that point in life now where Skinwalker Ranch means more to me than that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair, though. That's fair. We're too old for that shit. You'd be like, yeah. show, show me that skin. Walker Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married as fuck, so, you know. Same. Yeah, so fucking married. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we got a whole marriage up in here. The whole thing. They're not married to each other. 
They're not. We're not. We are oh, not. No. no. <laughs> he doesn't meet my standards. Yeah. And I already said no to CJ, so I I tried real hard. We even broke each other's toes once. Yeah. In a very aggressive uh my nail action. my nail still hurts. <laughs> but I know I messed up your toe, so I don't oh, feel bad oh, yeah. for the exchange. That thing was like a Vienna sausage for like Oh my god, four weeks, five weeks? That was the worst broken toe I've ever had in my life. All right, sandwiched in between my two beautiful co-hosts, I'll just talk about the dinosaur in the backyard. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So shortly after our first Infinite Rabbit Hole news episode, a woman by the name of Christina Ryan of Florida released a copy of her home security video, which she claims to have shown a baby dinosaur running through her backyard. The video that you can find by simply Googling or doing a YouTube search does seem to show an animal running on its hind legs with a rather long tail. After local biologists looked at the video, the consensus seemed to be that the motion of the animal did not match anything known in the area. But if they were to look at exotic species, they claim it could have been a monitor of some sort or a large bird. But even that seems to be a stretch due to the animal in the video seeming to have front legs and a tail that does not drag on the ground. Have you guys seen this video? No. No, but it sounds like how my bearded dragons used to run away when they would get upset. So that that's the thing, right? And I've I went to a couple different articles here, right? Because I was really trying to find something. And I, uh, so this happened about two months ago, you know, right after we dropped the the first episode, the first news episode. And uh, there was an update about three days ago from a place down in Florida. I want to say it was the Tampa Tribune. Um, and they said that it's still under investigation. They still can't necessarily see what it was. They have proven that the video is not altered in any way. This is legitimate film taken by a home security system. Um, and the way that this creature is running, it's super easy to look up. I, I recommend anybody to check it out. It's pretty neat. It looks like a little raptor, like a little over raptor or something running through this woman's backyard. Um, the tail. You know, just to kind of go over like the way lizards run, right? Lizards will will get up on their hind legs and they'll kind of put their arms out like the, you know, you know, like out out front. But their tails drag when they're running. Well, not you the know? beardies. The beardies, uh, they their front arms would be on their sides and they would lean forward a little bit. The tails would be like an inch off the ground. Really? <laughs> Take off? Yeah, I would. I used to let my beardies. I used to let them run around once in a while, get exercise because beardies when they're in their cage are are lazy. But they're actually pretty active in the wild, so it's really good stimulation for them to be have the opportunity to run around your house a little bit. Mm-hmm. And one of my neighbors uh, turned their car, and they have one of those uh, tuners, you know, car or whatever. When they turned it on, that engine went up, scared the crap out, and took off across the room. Hmm. Yeah, I think what they would use a tail as like a stabilizer or something like that, or probably. I'm watching a video right now of a of a bearded dragon running on its hind legs. This one, at least, is dragging its its back tail. 
also watched a couple videos of like some some random monitor lizards you know some of the bigger guys because this was a bigger creature it definitely wasn't a uh bearded dragon it was too big um like this thing legitimately looked like it was like two and a half three feet tall um but its tail was up kind of like how you would picture a raptor's tail like straight out of jurassic world you know i'm sitting through an ad right now and i'm trying to peep this video oh wow yeah right Oh yeah, that's definitely does not look like a bearded dragon. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up to you. I wanna see it again. I watched it a couple times. Oh you know what? You know what? Uh right in the beginning there you can see the two front legs very briefly. You can see the shoulder motions. Yeah. So it's definitely got four legs. It just seems like it was just really bad uh security. But you see what I mean? Like... The the uh the tail is way up off the ground. Yeah. You know, like this thing this thing looks like it could run on all fours, and when it really wants to get, it can it can run on its back legs. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe it could. Huh? It's super weird, man. I mean, like this thing, this thing looks like it can be anywhere between a dinosaur to like an alien, dude. It kind of even looks extraterrestrial. There's definitely like something like around its neck or on its head or something. Like it, it escaped something. Yeah, or got stuck somewhere and like had to get itself loose. I mean, it's like a PVC piece of PVC or something stuck on its head. I don't know. Very interesting, though. Somebody's uh, genetic experiment got out of their basement. Now they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it looks like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, did you see the video yet? Uh, can you link it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I can find one that kind of plays it over and over again that one just it played it once and then it slow mode or it just showed still pictures of it oh the one that i watched played it like four or five times really yeah hold on, I'll, I'll bring it back up yeah it seems to have like a i don't know it has like a hat on <laughs> maybe you got ted stuck in something yeah it's very interesting i think it's a really cool video it is uh it definitely like makes you think about it a little bit like what what is that like i i honestly want to lean on security cam wasn't that quality cuz it definitely looks like there's forward shoulders on it that are moving yeah but I, I i guess it could be up on its back legs um like a really scared skinny dog maybe that's you know a lot of people were saying this thing looks like it could be a dog like a hairless dog um and I could see that, but if you look at the tail, the it's tail thick. near yeah. near the, near the butt is super thick. Anybody listening to this, check out this video. Uh, I I just went to YouTube, looked up dinosaur in the backyard. It's there's a ton of videos about it. It's not hard to find at all. Super super easy. Um, but if anything comes up, we'll update you guys on the next infinite rabbit hole news. Segment. It looks like it's got like a a patch on the back of its neck or something. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. It's weird. It's like it's got like a like a shine, like a bicycle reflector on its. Yeah, head. but it's like it's doesn't. Is there nothing shining off it? It just looks like a. I I literally took a piece of paper and I put it on the back of your neck. Yeah, it true. ran through somebody's clothesline and now it's draws is on its head. Uh, like, that's, that's exactly those, what it looks those like. Those are very small boxer drawers, then, <laughs> if anything. But they are very. It, it is very rectangular, so I can give you that. Maybe it put its head through like one of the the legs, right? <laughs> yeah, and now it's gonna starve to death because it can't get it open its mouth. 
it's going to have head drawers for the rest of its life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what 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 if it is a dog, right? And I don't know, there's a shiny part of the clothing that's up by the head, but the rest of the clothing is draped over it kind of like a cape, and that's where you're kind of getting that build look from. Maybe, maybe. it's just a dog. Or maybe it's an animal with mange. Yeah, definitely could be. Very interesting video, though. But, uh, all right. Everyone good with this? Ready to move on? Uh, so, in bizarre uh, recent science, uh, they've recently discovered that humans, along with all other mammals and reptiles, possess, like, they, we are capable of creating venom we have all the we have all the prerequisites for it but we don't and they're not a hundred percent uh sure why uh but they do have some pretty interesting ideas uh this this study was done at the okinawa institute of my phone just shut off and i lost my notes uh the okinawa (laughs) institute of science and technology in japan so basically uh what they what they took a look at was uh in in venomous animals, and there are mammals that are venomous, uh, like the slow loris. Actually, I think that well, no, because the platypus is venomous too. Um, is the platypus classified as a mammal? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Okay. Do, I think the platypus lays eggs, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's it's one of two mammals that lay eggs. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, the slow loris and the platypus each have venom. So it is possible for uh mammals to possess it so basically what venom is in itself is um an altered saliva and in order for your saliva uh to create venom it needs a protein uh called calicrines or calicrens and what these are they're there's a super stable protein that can do things like break down tissue um uh stop clotting it's it's a, it's a foundational protein because that's mostly what venom is is it's a series of proteins that cause reactions within a body right and these proteins are present in an altered saliva and then they have like some sort of delivery unit um so when they took a look at humans uh we actually have all of the prerequisite genes for having venom and we have all the calicrens in our in our saliva uh for creating it now, the reason they think that we don't is strictly evolution. Uh, the way we live hasn't really required us to uh, evolve the ability to make protein and, and protein venom. Uh, and it probably wouldn't unless we were in some sort of apocalyptic scenario where like end of the world and humans are dying out and we need a new way of managing stuff. Um, and then we probably would evolve it at that point. And then the other reason they came up, came up with um, is energy expenditure so like when animals create um venom it takes a tremendous amount of uh their their body's energy to create that stuff which is why a lot of times when venomous snakes uh bite you they won't always inject you with venom uh they'll give you what's called a dry bite because that venom's not really meant for you it's meant for prey and it takes a lot out of them to make it right mm-hmm. um and the reason we don't have that sort of energy in our bodies um well, we could, but we'd be eating way more than we currently do. And that's mm. because we're endotherms, right? Which means we create our own body heat. And in order for us to create our own body heat, we burn calories like crazy in comparison to things like reptiles who sit under the sun, which is why a snake can eat once every four days to a week and can go on six-month hunger strikes, you know, 
and not cool. be phased. I would love to have a hunger strike. <laughs> right, and not, be, <laughs> and not be phased by it? Yeah, well, I mean, be phased by losing some weight, but... Uh, right. Use my body fat to live off the thing for a bit. Right. And the the really cool part about this whole thing and like humans have the propensity to create venom we just don't because of evolution currently uh leads me to like my main uh point and the thing that i really wanted to talk about here and that's the possibility of people possessing uh superpowers um we we see a lot of superpowers uh within the animal kingdom and things like catfish and electric eels that are able to give off an electric discharge to kill their prey um nice there is a gentleman, I forget where he lives, but his name is Naresh Kumar, and the man can channel electricity through his body without being phased. Like, he can touch live power lines hmm. and, like, light up light bulbs and stuff when he holds them. So we have the prerequisite genetics in that one person for electric immunity, which means we could develop the ability to, uh, you know, we could potentially evolve an organ that would allow us to create electricity like eels or catfish should the need arise. And that's the thing about evolution, though, is we won't gain those things unless a we do it purposefully or b nature provides us a reason for needing them right mm -hmm. so but there is the op the like the the whole idea that human beings could have superpowers isn't as unreasonable as you might think like you're not going to look at somebody and be like what are you five years old like no scientifically it's really not that far i mean you're not gonna just take off the ground and fly or burn things with your mind but we we have people who can actively control their their thermo uh their their own uh a body heat um mm -hmm. and they can turn it up and turn it down at will uh, as a learn skill that they get you have this guy who can handle electricity and apparently we possess the ability to develop venom um i knew there was uh also uh, a guy he sold art and the art he sold was um he swallowed paint and then vomited up the paint. So hmm. I mean uh, I feel like I, anybody could do that. Like <laughs> Yeah, but that that's technically uh an X-Men. Right? Or why? Because I can puke if I need but to. But like the puke that the X-Men does is like or not X-Men, he's a X Force. X Force does is like acid acid. Like I'm a melt you alive acid well yeah the human body uses hydrochloric acid in his stomach one of the most powerful acids on the planet we have one of the highest concentrations as well yeah but like he he produced a lot of it to like oh. cover cover things so he's got really Not, bad acid reflux all right there's the the superhero yeah but like then suck. um i feel like because that if anybody that um unfortunately has like friends that are um vomit a lot or like force themselves to vomit a lot like that messes with your wind windpipe like wholeheartedly oh yeah yeah it'll torture yeah you. and like it'll cause all kinds of scarring and all that nasty yeah <clears throat> so i guess i have the last story of the day then huh i i guess i mean it's possible you could have superpowers and that was the good news i brought to this episode today <laughs> yeah it won't happen <laughs> my superpowers is i've heard your superpower nothing <laughs> all right and to get into the final report of the day we're going to go ahead and touch base on the recent government ufo report that was just dropped the report that we have all been waiting for has been released to the public yesterday by the office of the national intelligence 
The report that has been promised to us for almost a year about the government's actual UFO knowledge states that they currently have 143 different mystery objects, but no sign of extraterrestrial life. As a surprise to all, it was revealed that the UFO has made it into the newly agreed upon infrastructure bill that has been proposed by President Joe Biden as a way to improve the nation's unemployment and general infrastructure. As to how it ties into the bill exactly is still a mystery. One section of the report dealt with this question that a lot of people want to know. Are they secret government experimental aircraft? According to the report, the answer is no. At the end of the day, many questions still are left unanswered due to this thin report. Skeptics will say that there isn't enough here, and believers will use this as a way to claim they have been correct all along. You said uh, uh, that the government said no, they're not government vehicles, and I'm pretty sure Jeff just twitched wherever he was. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to have something to say about it. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, Jeremy said something again. I know it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So according to the government, we know the government doesn't lie. Um, they are not government vehicles. They are not test vehicles. They are legitimate anomalies that we do not know where they come from. Um, the report was pretty thin. It was exactly what a lot of people thought. Uh, it. It wasn't necessarily redacted. It just didn't include information. So a lot of reports that are that become unclassified will have redacted black highlighters used all over it that blocks you from being able to read some very important stuff. This report looks like it was literally just rebuilt, like someone typed it up nice and neat and shot it out. Um, you know, for the, I think it was, what, 10-month wait that we had all together for this report to come out, it was pretty abysmal. But, I mean, what did we really expect? Uh, I feel like they're definitely using it to try to set up more Project Bluebeam. Sure, it's extraterrestrials and not the government. (laughs) It's not us. What are you talking about? Why would we ever do that? (laughs) Look, if I can get closer to living like Marty McFly in the future, then I don't care. Lie to me all you want, Big Papa boy. Big Papa uh, government daddy. But yeah, all right, so that is all that we have. I know this was a short episode. You know, we did kind of explain last time we did this that these infinite rabbit hole news episodes are going to be on the shorter end. Uh, this The purpose of these episodes is to strictly get you some strange news of, of things that happened in the world all around you to kind of make you more aware of what's going on. Um, again, this was an episode that we weren't necessarily planning on, but I want to say thank you to Andrew and CJ for champing it through and doing some last-minute research for me. I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, no, no problem. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I knew you were through it to us. I was like, oh, okay, hold on. Uh, yeah. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Infinite Rabbit Hole. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so at infiniterabbithole at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com forward slash infinite rabbit hole. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash infinite RH. Follow us on Instagram at infinite underscore rabbit underscore hole. We're always looking for someone that has a story to share. So if you feel like you've experienced a strange encounter with something that you can't explain, reach out to us. Let us know. Come on, have a good time. Tell your story. 
And if for some reason you don't want to show up on a podcast, send us a letter in our email in a format that we can read to the fans, and we'll be more than happy to read it to everybody. Well, that's all for this episode. We'll see you next time down the infinite rabbit hole.